it couldn't be any more crazier than that, no. We had a bit of a lull now. Things kind of receded from that uh, that more busy, bizarre week uh, with the whole Jamie Lee Ross saga. We had, of course, probably the, I don't know if you call it a highlight, but one of the, the peaks of the week was a, a poll coming out. And, of course, we don't get that many polls at the moment. And this was, you know, I think everyone was kind of watching this poll that came out on One News on Tuesday night to see if, Simon Bridges and the National Party had been adversely affected by all of the scandal, and so and they they, they hadn't, which was which I mean Simon oh, Bridges really? obviously went down, but um, we're interested, you know that that lull. We want to sort of drill into that a bit, Bryce. Uh, in terms of um, Jamie Lee Ross and that suddenly it seems to have he seems to have gone uh, off the radar, off the the media radar, the political radar. How should people react to MPs? Who, who have mental health issues. Do we step back? Are MPs prone to be scrutinised regardless? What's your take? Oh, look, I find it hard to have a take on this one, actually. And I haven't really seen any great consensus amongst other political commentators on how to deal with issues of mental illness. I mean, this whole scandal and uh, you know this sad saga with Jamie Lee Ross has shown that we need to take mental health you know, seriously, and it's shown that, you know, everyone is, um, is you know, uh, affected by it. And even now I see uh, Prince Harry has been speaking out about his own mental health challenges. So, you know, even people at the top do have these problems. But I think we've learnt that it means when we look at politics and often we look at, you know, we look for the good guy and the bad guy. Sometimes it's not as simple as that. And, you know, you need to be quite sophisticated and you know, nuanced in making judgments about it all because, of course, Jamie Lee Ross, by all accounts, has done some terrible things, but he's also been somewhat of a victim. And at times, you know, he's been the one that's really vulnerable and needing some understanding. Sure. You know what was, Bryce, what was interesting, intriguing to me was that when there was the... Uh, I get, what you might call the drama when he did those uh, those those long press conferences, yeah, the, yeah. the strenuous allegations, uh, the admission from him, from himself, from Jamie Lee, that uh, that he had had a mental breakdown only three weeks earlier. No one seemed to refer back to that, which I found perplexing in yeah. terms of in terms of us evaluating the credibility of his allegations and even the fact that he should be out there facing the press pack uh, a mere three weeks after, by his own admission, uh, enduring a kind of mental ca- and, and uh, yeah. catastrophic mental collapse. I mean, normally those sort of things are taken care of because if someone's in this situation, they have a party around them and that party around them will, you know, to some extent look after them or stop them speaking or, you know, make a decision. But in this case, because he'd gone rogue, because he was independent of the National Party now, there was no one to give him advice, I don't think, to, you know, to stop him doing this. And the media, you know, we just don't know how to report on these things because it's such an unusual situation. And I don't know what would happen tomorrow, really, if um, Jamie Lee Ross announces that he's doing a, a, a press stand-up and he's going to talk for an hour. You know, I don't know how the media would deal with that because, yes, you've obviously got someone that's very vulnerable and you know, maybe not necessarily you know, in their right mind at the time. So yeah, it, it's, it's, un- a very difficult one. it's totally uncharted waters. And, and yeah. also because mental health can be degrees of scale. There might be someone who's sort of yeah. a, a 6 out of 10 versus a 10 out of 10 versus I a 3 out of 10. And, and so you, you just don't know how to deal with it. Uh, one last thing while we've got you, there's been a bit of talk in the last few days about one year on for the coalition government and, and a piece that Heather DePlessy-Allen wrote today about the relationship of Jacinda Ardern and Winston Peters. How do you see their relationship away from 
reporters, away from media, away from the public. What do they really think of each other, do you think? Well, I've certainly heard stories that they've had some pretty terse times between, you know, behind the scenes. And um, so I, I think they're both very pragmatic people that know that they can have, you know, the odd Barney and, you know, have a, a bit of a shouting match now and then, but then move on from that and not hold grudges and probably work together quite well. So I think it's probably quite an up-and-down relationship where they do both um, have respect for each other, but they're also not beyond, you know, uh, also having some uh, very strong different points of view um, put forward. Exactly. Yeah. It sounds like a political marriage. Bryce Edwards, thank you very much. Cheers.